Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time it is, you inky savages are joining me for this episode of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. What better way to start off a pen podcast than by talking about... Drum roll. Pens! <laughs> so Tom and I have a full-blown discussion on why we enjoy using Coveco Sport Fountain Pens. The various versions of the sport and... Why it is I trashed a gold spot exclusive transparent turquoise sport pen. It was a tragic story. You guys have to tune in to see what that's about. We also talk about metal sections on acrylic pens. And I called baloney on quote unquote Tom's favorite pens on the gold spot website. Speaking of gold spot, I'd like to thank goldspot.com. Goldspot pens at goldspot.com for sponsoring this podcast. If you'd like to shop for a new pen... <laughs> or try to get Tom fired, head over to the retail sponsor, goldspot.com, and make sure to use coupon code ROY to get an additional 10% off throughout the Goldspot pen store, some exclusions applying, and a day does not go by where you awesome folks are throwing in the comments of the order, hashtag fire Tom in one form or another. It's just, I know it sounds bizarre if this is your first time tuning in, Tom is my co-host on the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast, yet we're throwing around this hashtag Fire Tom. You're just going to have to catch up on episodes and figure out what that's about. But if you go to goldspot.com and use coupon code Roy, and when you're at checkout, you type in a little thing like, hey, I had a bad day yesterday because it rained and I got a flat tire. Please hashtag Fire Tom. He'll send you a Pentertainment Podcast sticker for free. And I think it's just really fun. I, f I feel like we've landed on a new way of interacting with people's orders because whenever you do that, somebody reads it, laughs at it, gets it over to Tom. Tom reads it and sends it over to me. And we're going to share those with you guys on the podcast because I think some of them are just gold. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't, it's just a shame if it stops there. It has got to be shared with the world. Our other Sponsor for the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. Let me read this part. I didn't write this read here for the luxury brands read I'm about to read. Tom did. And you'll, you can tell because it's got so much like character that I don't actually have. You'll be jumping for joy over new fountain pens from Italian manufacturer Gioia, spelled G-I-O-I-A. Coming soon are four new Alaria fountain pens in four gorgeous acrylics. Blue Grotto, Twilight, I can't read this one, Amaranth, I can't read that one, A-M-A-R-N-T-H, I'm sorry I can't read that, I'm stupid, and Vittoria, they have Italian names, but I don't want to butcher the pronunciations like, like Brad Pitt did in Inglorious Bastards, that was a funny movie when Brad Pitt's trying to talk in Italian, and he's like, my name's Gorlami. <laughs> very, very strong American accent. And he's trying to pull off Italian. And then when he says bye, he's like, buongiorno. It just was terrible. But I think I did the same thing just unintentionally here with these Blue Grotto, Twilight, Amarath. I don't know how to pronounce that. A-M-A-R-N-T-H. I don't know how to pronounce that. I guess I'm really stupid. And Vittoria. Vittoria. That one I think I got right. If you're Italian and you're listening to this, I really do apologize. I did take Italian in high school, but I did not pay attention 
And then I switched over to Spanish, where I also did not pay attention, so forgive me. Did you know that the Penboy Roy YouTube Fountain Pen Review Channel t-shirt also doubles as a Halloween costume? Same brief last week. You bet you can dress up as Roy and go trick-or-treating for some monk fruit sweetened keto-friendly candy. By the way, keto-friendly candy that's sweetened with monk fruit does cause a lot of stomach discomfort and gas. For me, it's okay, but I don't know. I also find a lot of the keto-friendly candy isn't actually keto-friendly. Send me your thoughts on what you think is keto-friendly. If you're doing keto, if not, then disregard. Get your shirt at Tom's Ink Journal website with free shipping within the USA. The link will be in the description below. Now, before I get started with this week's podcast, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I. So be forewarned. You have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Pet Boy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage 7. Okay, so... This week, I don't know why, I have been just, I've been feeling my Caveco Sports, not sure why, but I've been rocking my Caveco Sport in the resin, and I've been rocking my Caveco Sport in the acrylic green, and I've been rocking my Caveco Sport in the aluminum red. But I have a gripe. Aluminium. Aluminium. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And aluminium. But I have a gripe about it. And I think this was, I think I spoke to you about this yesterday. And I just, so I also had a Gold Spot exclusive transparent turquoise Caveco sport that I destroyed. Okay. So the reason being is the nib unit. Can you edify our listeners on. The differences between the nib units in the different, you know, versions of the Caveco Sport, if it's the all sport, the art sport, or the regular classic sport. Absolutely. And Roy, I really appreciate you having me on the show this week <laughs> to talk about pens. <laughs> we're starting off with pens right we're out talking, the gate. We're going right into the meat of pens. I right. love it. I, all right. So the Caveco Sport in the form that most people know it as the the plastic version either the classic which is the gold trim version or the skyline which is the one that's got the silver appointments those have a grip section that has a housing a nib housing which is then pressure fit into the grip section and then has the number five size nib and feed is then friction fit into that housing however the all sport or the L Sport, the aluminum one, or the brass one, or any of the ones that are metal bodied have a screw out housing. And also the art sports as well, like you said, the acrylic one, have a have an unscrewable housing that the nib comes out with the nib feed and the housing all in one unit. Or you could also pull it out too if you wanted to. You could separate still the nib and feed from the screw out housing. But if you want to easily just swap a nib, you could just unscrew it from the, the, start, the grip section. Um, Mm -hmm. So what you had alluded to was that you destroyed your Caveco skylight, the the transparent turquoise, uh, which people would actually kill just to get that pen, even if you did destroy it. Like if you had like, let's say the barrel or the cap left of it. It's in the garbage, son. Yeah, it's a a highly sought after piece. I got a lot of people who are still, I see it on, let's say the fountain pen Reddit or the, the various buy sell trade. People are looking still for that pen. Oh, 
Okay, so here's what happened. You know how when you go to unscrew a nib unit, sometimes if the nib unit is just fixed into the section, the nib and feed just come out alone, right? Well, that's what happened. So I just figured that the housing was just really screwed in tight. So I jammed something in there, like a little, the end of a paintbrush and a rubber band wrapped around it, stuck it in there, and I tried twisting it and twisting it and twisting it. And I ended up just crushing the whole section. And I was so frustrated. Like you, like it, like the section collapsed as if you were like, let's say, sucking on a milk milkshake straw, and it just like the milkshake was just too thick, and it just like collapsed the straw. Yeah, pretty much. I smashed the section, and it just like cracked. Like, but it didn't crack in like a a glass break type crack. It was like a a soft crack. It didn't, act, but it just bent it in half and flattened it almost. You know, but not completely flattened it. You know, but it just I bent it and. It gave out, and I was so frustrated with it, I just threw it all in the garbage, and I really regret it. Because I could probably have just swapped out the section, right? Actually, that's one of the very few parts that is actually just lying around. I know, it actually is in, in my part of the office. I got, like, a tray of some Caveco Sport, like, classic or the Skyline sections. Mm. <laughs> just just the grip section. It probably wouldn't have matched the same color yeah but there could be something that was there i'm so upset i just i got so frustrated with it and i just threw it out and i thought to myself oh you know i wonder if they have any left and you're just throwing salt on the wound here by telling me that there's just none left and stuff like that you know oh well it is Mm. what it is i'm really upset about it but the problem with the transparent caveco sports that drives me crazy is if you decide to convert or fill it using that crackhead style syringe converter and mm-hmm. you draw ink into it ink gets in between the housing and the section and it's transparent so you see it and there's absolutely zero way to clean it out none that drives Pretty me much. nuts other than maybe like an ultrasonic cleaner possibly uh yeah but you're you'll still like let's say the ink comes out you'll still see the moisture inside trapped right. in there there's zero way to get it out because you cannot unscrew the nib unit now i guess if it's a pen that's not transparent i guess it doesn't really matter what you see what you don't see doesn't bother you i know it's there it still bothers me like i have my dark green one just the standard edition mm-hmm. i can't see it i can't Imagine it's there because it's. It looks like the nib unit's really tight, but so same thing on the transparent one. But right. since I can't see it, it really doesn't bother me as much. But right. if I could see it and I just can't get to it, oh, that would just that would just drive me absolutely insane. Just, it would it would force you just to collapse the whole entire thing and just smush it in your hand I, in the first place, dude. You don't know how frustrated I was getting with that whole thing. I feel bad because it was such a nice looking pen i guess you know what i mean mm-hmm. but you know it, it was annoying because fucking dude it's like i didn't know that it was just pressed in there i thought it was just you know i didn't know that i thought it was unscrewable like the aluminum sport one that i have i thought i thought it was unscrewable like the fucking art the caveco yeah. sport art Art sport, one of the cool, called. one of the cool little things that they let you do at the Caveco, like let's say the the flagship store in Nuremberg, 
is that they have in the the front end store, which kind of looks like a shop. It looks like one of those like really trendy sort of like New York style shops with like the the wood furniture and like the pens are out on display and stuff. But one of the things that they have, which is really cool, is kind of like this press sort of machine. And, and this is like the pressure fit press that they use to put together the assembly of the cap and the little gold Paveco medallion. Mm-hmm. And also the, um, the, the section housing and the section. Because that's really the only two parts that are pressure fit together. The, the rest is just like fit the nib and the feed in and then screw the, the body and the cap together. That's it. Because it's a remarkably mm. simple pen, and that's why, that's why I think there's like so much appreciation for it. It's, just, it's such a minimal sort of, you know, it it's really doesn't rely on a lot of parts and, and whiz-bang sort of bells and whistles. It's just this like, here it is. It's, mm. it's a really simple pocket pen. And one of the cool things you could do at their flagship stores, you could actually put one together yourself using the parts that they have out in the uh in like this little boutique area okay and you could use that press to put together your very own sport pen um so that's why that's, that's cool. why i know i mean like i know from experience too is like taking them apart and stuff like that that you know but like the but like actually seeing how they put it together is like it's like mm. oh that's how that's why they do it is because they they pressure fit everything in there that's pretty cool man i think that's i think that's pretty awesome i actually i don't know i I would probably want to make my own colors and stuff like that. And that's what you're mm-hmm. saying you can do. You can actually customize it yourself. Yeah, you could. And and I actually got like um, the one that I use all the time that you see in some of the Ink Journal Instagram, you know, 30 inks, 30 days posts and things like that. It's a black and white one that has the it's got a black nib and it's got the, the medallions black, but it has like a white cap and a black barrel mm. and a white grip section, which I think to the same degree that you have a bothering about transparent sections i have the same thing about white is that it just picks up all of the various colors and it just like it not necessarily stains but like you could definitely see every little bit of ink that ink residue that's on that grip section like Mm -hmm. it just is there's no hiding it so but this is a nice this was like a little complimentary gift that we got for our visit to the factory and on the one side on the one facet on the cap, it has Caveco Sport in black, and then on the other side, it says with compliments. Is like that was the that was the gift pen. So mm. they, it, it's something that you won't see ever. It's not like an edition that they ever sold. It's just something that I think they only have uh, there at the at the offices of Caveco uh, in Nuremberg. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a pretty special piece to me. I really wish it didn't have a white grip section, but like I'm still just you know I'm going with it because it has that sentimentality about it. Yeah. That's cool. I'm I love it. Yeah, it's I, and I do love that converter. That even though it's like a little, you know, like very like very like flimsy feeling converter, it's definitely not like a, you know, a, a full Schmidt Deluxe or like the Leonardo type converter. It it it's so fun and satisfying to clean using that converter oh, yeah. because all you have to just do is just slide it back and forth pump to, the to, to activate the syringe. Yeah. yeah. I think I was t- on, was it on Instagram? I think it was on Instagram. We talked about that little converter. Hold on a second. Let me try to find it. It was Serata, my friend Serata. She, I think she posted a comment on, it might have been on Facebook. Hold on. Let me just double check because it was a funny comment. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's wrote, 
I used to think that tiny converter must be lousy. Oh, how I was so wrong about that. It proves to me much better than the Pilot Con 40 converter. Lol. Mm-hmm. I wrote, oh, yeah, I can snort ink with a dollar bill and pull more ink <laughs> than the Con 40. That's what I wrote. <laughs> That's, yeah, that, it's, it's such a fun little converter. And I think that it makes a world of difference for people who get hung up about the whole converter thing and don't want to use cartridges at all. It's like, well, so my only option then is just to eyedropper the thing, right? And I have to walk around with a potential ink bomb in my pocket. Yeah. So no, it's like you could, you could, you, that, that sport converter, bef- well, before that point, which was the sport converter, this little slide converter was like, you know, in, in my mind was like a recent thing with Kabeco, even though it's probably been like at least like, say like five six years they've had that in circulation but like mm-hmm. before that they would just have this little squeeze like little like bladder that would be the, the size of an international ink cartridge and you would just like squeeze it they still make it mm-hmm. but like this thing was just so horrendous at like retaining any sort of ink it was just basically good for maybe getting like a little droplet of ink in that thing and it was just so cumbersome to <laughs> use yeah bless you thank you and uh but like this but this slide the their piston converter that they that they this changed the uh, my whole entire thinking about the sport i was just like this is i'm i'm on this now like i like this this whole option of because that you have the flexibility then to let's say you know eyedropper converted con, uh, contr- uh cartridge or converter and you could switch between them and still be able to get like a satisfying filling experience that granted it's not the full size converter but still you know it holds a decent amount of ink you know i change inks a lot so it's uh you know it's it's suitable for my purposes i mean i feel like it holds a cartridge worth of ink right am i wrong or yeah i I would say so i would say so yeah so i think it's a good amount of ink like i have the medium nib on my caveco sport classic sport and it lays mm-hmm. down a good amount of ink, but I've been writing with it for two days. I, I think that's a yeah. good indication of what it is. And I, I really do enjoy this little converter. They they also have a squeeze converter, correct? Yeah, that's the one I was just talking about. Yeah. The, uh, the little the little tiny bladder thing. I'm not I'm not crazy that, about that one. No, I don't like that either. It's bad. <laughs> There's so many different like versions. There's the skyline what's the skyline sport? So the Skyline Sport is essentially just the regular plastic classic sport, but it's just with with the silver instead of the gold trims. So they they refer to the it's kind of like Pelican. Pelican refers to the two hundred is with the gold trim, the two hundred five is the silver trim. Mm. Well, with Caveco, the Sport is divided by you have the classic Sport. It's a plastic pen with the gold trim, and then you have the Skyline Sport oh, is okay. the plastic pen with the silver trim. I got it. Okay, because I'm just looking at all the different. I'm on the Gold Spot website. The classic sport is the gold trim. So, do they have a, what the fuck is the frosted sport? There's so many sports. <laughs> well, that was its own collection in itself. Was it back in 2019? I want to say uh-huh. when they introduced those, and it just was. Uh, it, it like it wasn't their normal sort of like completely opaque, uh, you know, injection mold resin. It was kind of this just semi-translucent frosted, you know, it was was pretty appropriate the way that they named it. So I see. So, but they're all in the end, they're all sports, right? Right. They're all sports. I mean, they're, they're basically, they're, all of them are considered sports. Even the, the AL sports are considered, but like, they're just different, you know, the same pen design, but just different, like, stratums of it different materials 
I think this is a great pen for 25 bucks. I actually, I, I didn't launch it yet. I didn't release it yet. I just been so busy. And then with Stewie getting sick, Stewie being my cat, ladies and gentlemen, I have a cat and he keeps getting sick. So my last couple of days off has just been taking him to the doctor and stuff like that. And he's, that he's yet. Yeah, I know it sucks so much. It's just the entire day is shot. But the thing is, it's like, but you know, my cat Stewie is like a baby to me. I love him so much. And I think, I think we spent about 18 grand in his healthcare over the last 13 Jeez. years, but we just won't give up on, you know, like he's otherwise strong and healthy. And if there's anything that I have to do so that he can live out the longest, happiest life he can, I will, you know what I mean? So, but that's, what's been consuming a lot of my time. He's well now. Mm. And that's all that's important to me. Anyway, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's all I care about. I love you, Stewie. If you're listening, which you're not because you're a cat, <laughs> you can't listen to podcasts, but I forgot what I was going. Oh Yeah. I think this is a great fountain pen, and I just wrote out the script for a whole video on the Caveco Sport, and it's my top five reasons why it's a great starter fountain pen, nice. right? Now, don't get twisted. I'm not saying it is the greatest starter fountain pen. I'm saying these are my top five reasons why it is a great starter fountain pen. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I I really do, I really do enjoy this pen very much. It's... Only 25 bucks for the bare bones packaging. You know what I mean? Meaning it comes in that little small rectangular box and inside is the pen in a plastic bag with a cartridge and that's all you get, right? I don't think there's anything else that goes with it. That's it. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's what you kind of expect when you're buying an, a starter pen when it's German. It's just mm. a, that's your Lamy Safaris like the same way or the even the Faber-Castell grip. It's just this like it's really simple austere packaging it's got little because it's it's one of those you know it's it's a it's a it's a pen that's just meant to kind of get you going get you going with and i mean there's so much information online too uh you know as as far as like you don't need really an instruction booklet or anything to get started because like, you could just look it up all yeah. on youtube and and find uh various videos on how to fill and and how to write with it and stuff so or how to clean it that, yeah that sort of stuff it's also yeah. it's also one of those pens where it's kind of like if you give this to someone, they will figure it out. That's why I think it's a great starter pen. All you have to do is hand it to them. It's in a small, like, for anybody who doesn't know, it comes in a small cardboard box about, I want to say, four inches long, maybe three-quarters of an inch wide. And it's very simple. If you can't figure this out, then you're the type of person that can't figure out you shouldn't eat crayons. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's just simple. You give it to someone, they will figure it out. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, right? Mm. And I think that's that's it's a great gift for someone who wants to start because so many different reasons. I I talk about it in my video that I'm going to launch soon, and I really hope to hope that it helps people. I don't want to talk too much about it right now because it's it's actually I think a really fun and cool video. I'm looking forward to shooting it and uploading it. Script's all written. I just got to have time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, how do you feel about the art sport versus, let's say, your your classic sport or or your the other green sport that you have? Okay, I, I just I'm just looking at your Instagram, and you've got this really nice, beautiful marbled green acrylic art sport, and then you also have just a regular plastic sport. Which I mean, there's a big world of difference in terms of cost between both of them, but they have a lot of similarities to them. Yeah, so. 
crazy thing that you ask. What's an AC sport? Oh, that's a carbon fiber inlay. Where so it's are like the a metal? Where, where are the art sports on the Goldspot website? Well, we don't have them on there just yet, but well, the, they're going to be. This is kind of like a little preview. Is that we're going to be getting some in uh, as like a closeout because they're going to be they're going to be discontinued in the United States. Like the, the, art, all sport? the art sports. What color art yeah, sports so, are you going to be getting in? man it's, I, it's, I mean I, listen I, no one else is getting them right like who cares just talk about it i'm just taking a look here if i could find which ones is that we're talking about here yeah and, um, and just so you know you don't have to say we because you're not representing gold spot right now you're representing tom otto so and, gold spot will begin i'm just kidding so, yeah i'm trying to find where i where we saw you know i can't I don't know exactly which ones that it is that we're. I, I'm pretty sure this. I've seen some marbly looking ones. Okay, so at least I know that there's because also too is that they made the all sport. They made the art sport in just like solid color acrylic, not like the marbled version that you have, but just like a solid plain color. That why? Also why would like they do a, that? Yeah, I don't know. So it's like I I know there's a couple of those. I I forget whether there's like a solid blue or a solid orange, but I know that we're getting at least one of those. Uh, there is also one that's like a nice marble blue. That's pretty cool. And I, but like, I, I know for sure at some point we're, we'll get some stock of those in, but like for at the, at the time being, we didn't have any or the uh-huh. spot did not have any on the website. So therefore you wouldn't be able to necessarily find them. I gotcha. But some, I think some retailers do carry the art sport. So mm. if you're interested in getting one now, but you know, I would probably, reserve the funds for when gold spot will eventually get them because i think that they will turn them around and possibly do like a weekly dip special where they'll be discounted and be a little bit more affordable because they are kind of highly priced i think they come in around like 175 dollars 180 dollars for the yeah. art sports like i remember when i bought my art sport it's like a marbled green color i think visconti right. also came out with a pen with the same acrylic so it's an italian acrylic i think I don't mm-hmm. think it's like a stock Chinese or Asian-made acrylic. It's a really nice acrylic. It was $180, and ha, ah, I was kind of like, holy bejesus. That's a lot. That's a lot, for, a lot. for such a tiny pocket pen. Mm-hmm. And also, at the same time, it has the same steel nib as on the one that's $25. Right, so. right. What I do appreciate about the the art sport that I have, the acrylic one, is when you cap and uncap it enough times, it doesn't leave scuff marks in a circular line across the barrel where the cap ends and the barrel begins. You know what I mean? Like, for, right, for example, right. the classic sport, after a while, you'll see swirls where the cap spins on the barrel and makes contact. That doesn't happen with mm-hmm. the acrylic one. It kind of yeah. happens with the all sport that I have. I, it's not really scratches though. It's you know what it is. It's kind of like a differentiation in color where the cap ends and covers mm-hmm. the barrel, and I think that's just like exposure and the metal reacting. I don't know, but there's there's definitely a difference. You can see that doesn't happen with the acrylic one. Now the reason why I like the classic sport so much is because it is so affordable. For what it is, it's a very good daily beat-em-up pen. 
It's I believe it's made of the same plastic as Legos, like the ABS plastic that's also in Lamy Safaris and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's light. It's the perfect size when you post it and shit like that. So I like it. The cap is – like this pen is customizable. It might be a little deceiving at first because the pen and everything is $25. But if you get the converter and the clip, you're adding another $11 between the two of them. That makes $36, right? So right. that changes the story a little bit. They're not luxury pens, but they're unique in its design so much that it doesn't feel stationary store-bought. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's, I do like the fact that you could customize it a little bit because if, if you're not a fan of the whole fact that it's clipless, you could just buy the clip and add it. That's it. Right. Now, the price tag of the Art Sport being $180 because it's acrylic is a lot for me for such a small pen. And I kind of understand why, though. It's expensive because the cap. The cap can't be pressed. It can't be anything else but hand polished. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it can't be put it can't be spun on a lathe either. I mean to a degree it will be put on a lathe. Right. To just it, be spun and then the material subtracted uh you know using the lathe and like a you know one of those things that they use to like carve into the material. Right. And then at a certain point when you've got the shape down, you need to put those facets on the cap. Right. And that's going to require having to plane each, you know, and and then do it in a certain way that you make sure that the shape is. Yeah, I could see how it's it's much more difficult, especially if it's something that was originally designed, I think, as an injection molded uh, design and then retro, you know, grade that into like an actual acrylic and, and trying to subtractively make a pen versus yeah. just. Yeah, it must be difficult. Yeah. So that's where the cost goes into. Whenever you have a pen that has facets and it's made of acrylic, they have to put a lot more work into it because, you know, you have to hand polish it. That's why another re- that's another reason why I think the Monteverde Ascenza is such a fantastic pen. Because mm-hmm. what is that? Hexagonal? Wait, hexagonal means five, right? That's six. Six? Okay, hexagonal. I do believe it's hexagonal. It might be octagonal. I can't remember. I can reach over and grab it. Hold on. <laughs> I could grab it and then count the sides for you. Give me a second. Hold on. Hold on. I have to find it. <laughs> Just try try looking through the, the massive Penboy Roy pen chest. I, I'm, ha- I'm stressing out because I'm under pressure. Hold oh, on. no. I can't remember where I left it. Well, you have you have another, let's say, what, like 35 minutes to go to, to find this pen? <laughs> I can't find it. Within this episode. <laughs> Wait, where the hell did I put my Ascenza's? Hold on a second. I found it. All right, I, I found probably could just look this up, this information up online. Yeah, it's so, uh, like, hold on. It. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's octagonal, also. It is octagonal. Yeah, so this is an octagonal. The whole body, of the pen, the barrel, and the cap are octagonal, eight sides, and it's also, you know, it's obviously faceted. But this one's seventy-six bucks. So, yeah, the cap on the German-made. Caveco Art Sport is the reason why this little dinky pen costs 180, whereas the Ascenza with a number six size nib, with a Yovo nib, is 76 bucks. That's that that price to me is insane. You know what I mean? Mm. For the Monteverde, it has a Yovo nib, chibi plastic feed that drives me crazy. <laughs> you know, bro, it's like it hurts to say cheapy plastic feed. Yeah, it hurts. It's like it's such a – like this pen is a home run for me except for the cheapy plastic feed. 
you know i i'm like i love acrylic pens mm-hmm. and I, it bothers me that the acrylic is also not on the grip like that they had to go with a metal grip really like, I, I would want it all throughout because that's that's the part i would rather hold an acrylic pen than an all metal pen and if you're going to give me an acrylic pen you might as well just give me a full through and through acrylic pen that has an acrylic grip as well. Yeah, but the acta finial, the clip, the end finial is metal, so it kind of works. That's fine. That's fine. You could, I could adornments, decorations, clip being in metal. That's fine. But mm. just the the grip area where I'm going to be doing most of the contact of the pen, that I feel like should be also the same acrylic as the rest of the pen. I, a Just lot of general. Pe- a lot of people will agree with you, and less people will agree with me. But I, it for me, it just doesn't really bother me that much. You know, I don't know. It just this pen is so fantastic. The metal section really doesn't bother me or get in the way of anything for me. I don't okay. know. Maybe that's just me. More people will agree with you. I can admit that. But I don't know about that. Maybe we could put it to a vote. Yeah, put it to a vote. Write in entertainmentpodcast at gmail.com. Do metal grips just piss you off to the point of wanting to get Tom fired or not? <laughs> do you want, if you have an acrylic pen, do you want a metal grip with it? Or would you, because like if it's a metal pen, if it's an all metal pen, then a metal grip is okay. I'd say that's perfectly fine. It's reasonable. But like if it's, if it's a mostly acrylic, like I want, the grip section to be acrylic too no that's fair i, I totally yeah. feel you i totally feel you i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just you know i I'm, a lot I'm of people i'm right <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like i said a lot of people will agree with that 100 percent. you represent a large portion of fountain pen enthusiasts out there i don't know i like the so, essenza so much that maybe it will bother me on another pen but on this pen because i like this pen so much it doesn't bother me i forgive it you know mm-hmm. what i mean does that ever happen? Like you like a pen so much that a flaw is forgiven, even though for had it been another pen, you would not have. You know I, what I, mean? I feel I feel that my fanboyness for Leonardo is much like that. Despite oh the yeah, fact that yeah. Despite the fact that I've had you know being that I work for a pen retailer. I don't know if you guys know that or not you <laughs> out there in pen podcast land. I think they um, might But know. if you want to get me fired, you could contact my employer. Um, but like, <laughs> but uh, but you know, having having experience back when they used uh, they were using Bach nibs, and we would have lots of you know issues with uh, some questionable quality control when it comes from Bach and things like that, and and then having to deal with that, and then. Uh, you know, more recently, I mean, it's it's we work directly, and I mean, we buy gold spot pens. They work directly with Leonardo pens in Italy, t- speaking directly with Salvatore Matrone to order various pens. And some of these Brooks material pens are highly sought after. They drop notifications. They go wild on social media. They throw these beautiful looking pictures of these Brooks Leonardo Momento Zero Grande pens. And then, you know, Goldspot gets up to bat, sends in an order. And I, I found that we're not the only ones that this happens to. I spoke with uh, uh, with uh, with Drom Ghouls about this, too. And, and it also happens to him. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, you, you, go, you come and you're like, I would love to order this. And then it's like months later, it's just like you're having to play like, oh, come on. Like, when is this coming? When are we? And then it's just like. I'm still waiting for Golden Rule and Primary Manipulation 4, and I've got 
people like asking me on a regular basis, like weekly, monthly, like still saying it's like, Oh, are you, are you planning on getting those in still? Or like, you know, when are you getting the, and I just keep, and it's just, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's, it's like the relationship is, or the relationship to the brand is not like the most ideal or most perfect sunshiniest sort of thing. But like, I love the pen so much that I overlook all of these like rather uncomfortable aspects about dealing with them. And I'm just like, I still love my Leonardo's. Like, mm. I, I just love the, the damn pen so much for all that it is that like, even though it's a tremendous headache, you know, in other areas of dealing with them, I will overlook that all the time. Because <laughs> so. that's how much. Yeah. So it's forgivable just because of how much you love the actual pens. Right. Yep, exactly. So it's going to it's going to be worth it when we finally get those pens that we've been waiting months in for. Mm -hmm. And and we saw that last year with the second batch of the primary manipulation that we got in uh, sometime, I think it was in December or late November. And, you know, you're talking like these are six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollar pens and just how quickly that they went once they came in was just it, it was truly remarkable. Like I've never seen pens that expensive sell that quickly yeah and it's just it's a testament to the level of quality or craftsmanship and uh just the the buzz that leonardo pens get from just how beautiful they they look and that they deliver with what they look like like you know i'm saying like sometimes like certain pens or certain items look a lot better on instagram than they do actually in person then you get it in person you're just kind of like what the fuck is this atrocity yeah like like what was it that that lamp that you bought on on Facebook or something like that? And oh it yeah, ends up becoming like a really sucky sort of thing, experiences like that. But like Leonardo delivers. That's that's what great. That's what's great about it is that you get the pen. You're just like, this is amazing. This is yeah. worth that. You know that investment. So. Are you talking? Were you referring to my experience with architecture and the dining yeah. dish sets <laughs> that my wife got screwed over from that really pissed me off? Yes, yes, that's what I'm referring to. I, I so forget. It was like a lamp or something. I, I don't. I don't remember. I, I remember seeing a lamp in like think the ad or something like that. Yeah, I know it was a dish set that they fucked my wife over on. And it's like I tell you, like when you fuck over my wife like that, I don't forgive. Like one day I'm gonna have to piss to piss on you to put out a chemical fire, and I'll find a bathroom instead. That's how pissed <laughs> off I am when you when you make my wife like when you rip off my wife like you rip me off i'm sorry i I must i i I brought up a i brought up a triggering experience yeah yeah brought brought up brought up brought up something that makes me like makes me lose my temper i i'm gonna one of these days i'm gonna have to get someone in a room from there and just (laughs) just beat the fucking snot no okay no violence is not good but fuck them anyway let me just (laughs) all right moving back to what i was talking about yeah so it's forgivable because it's Leonardo and because you love the pen so much but I was actually talking about flaws in the actual pen like for example you for example the example we were using I love the Ascenza so much that I'll forgive those fucking people at architecture man I swear to god I swear (laughs) to god one of these days I'm gonna anyway I can I can let go of the metal section as a matter of fact the metal section in the Ascenza doesn't even bother me at all because I like the Ascenza so much, but maybe if it were in, I don't know, some other pen, it might bother me. But since I love the Ascenza so much, I forgive it. And I think we've seen that happen a lot with with Visconti because 
people love Visconti pens. For years, they dealt with quality control issues with the palladium nibs or the, the nibs that came on the Viscontis. It was almost a plague of problems, and people kept buying it. People would forgive it. Now, with Leonardo, I don't know that the situation is the same because Leonardo did have some nib issues with the Bach, but he addressed it very quickly. So it wasn't long enough for it to be a plague of issues like it was for Visconti. Then he switched over to the Yovo nibs, and I think the Yovo nib switch made it even better. And now I really feel like Leonardo pens are so on point, there is no plague associated with the brand. Unless the only plague we're talking about is the delay in manufacturing because they are a small company that's not going through any distributor or anything like that, right? But how much do you think the delay in manufacturing affects the end user? You it does because you are dealing with them, but people like me and everybody else who buys pens, do they really need to forgive them for that? Do they really even care? You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, it didn't come out yet. Okay, I guess we'll wait. It's not something that they can't forgive, and then because they can't forgive it, they can't buy the pen. You know what I mean? Like there are well, for, for people who have been looking for these things, especially since you see them teased on social media, and then you see some people on like the Facebook groups or on Reddit or on Instagram that they'll post pictures of them getting some rare one-off Leonardo's or let's say the new uh, Ebonite one that they that they drop or the limited editions or stuff like that 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 let's say haven't hit the u.s yet Mm -hmm. then you start especially especially being that like this is such a global economy where people are used to buying from overseas and you know would let's say buy from uh, stylographica you know uh, or was it casa del stylographica or like uh stylo and steel uh there's a bunch of italian um uh vendors that are that are there as well so like so like they would see that they would want to, you know, buy it from a U.S. dealer because, of course, you probably get, you know, free shipping and you would be able to support a U.S. dealer. But, you know, they're not there and they just aren't there for like months. So it's like it's like, am I holding out hope that they're going to come in or should I just pull the trigger now and get it because I don't want to miss out? That sort mm, of thing. I see. So but. But like to your point about Visconti, I actually had three Visconti pens on my desk this morning to Jeez. check through. Holy cow. And and you know, it was two of them going to one customer. Uh we're talking thousand dollar pens. This was included with like a discount, you know, with the 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 well, the sale price on the website is now like, you know, discounted from full retail, but still was a thousand dollars each pen. Mm. And the nibs were not uh, worthy of a thousand dollar pen was definitely not like they were like the it just even though these are new these are newer models they weren't like the 23k palladium like they were the 18 karat uh visconti nibs that they just they just did not have the same caliber as let's say if you spent the same amount of money with pilot like pilot you you could i feel very very confident i could spend a grand in pilot and have like a buttery smooth nib great writing experience and sure like, i spend a grand with this visconti and sure the thing will look pretty but it, it, you know like it needed some it needed a little bit of some tuning and some tlc in order to get it to like to where i would feel that it would be a thousand dollar pen yeah i don't like that they leave that in the hands of the <laughs> as anyone but them <laughs> yeah it, it should not be that way you know what i mean like 
the retailer is responsible for selling the pen and getting the pen out to the end user. They shouldn't have to go all this extra step and, you know what I mean, get it to work. That's that's the manufacturer's no, job. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's just yeah. It's not okay, but people forgive it because they love Visconti so much because of the novelty behind Visconti. Right. I think they've developed a pedigree over the what thirty plus years that they've been in business that people just look at it as like this is a a brand that's on par with let's say a Montblanc in terms of like high how highly regarded the fountain pens are. Yeah. And in terms of prestige and like access in term in terms of like when let's say somebody starts off as a collector of pens that they see Visconti as like a a rung to be climbed at the very end Mm -hmm. you know like same thing with let's say like a nakaya as well i think that's also one of those brands that feels the same that has the same sort of cachet where it's just like i you know i've I've bought a lot of really nice pens some expensive pens but you know if i'm if i'm going to you know have like a 50th birthday party wish or if i'm gonna have like a uh you know graduated from college or just got a huge promotion got promoted to partner or something like that Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go for the gusto and there's gonna be a short list of pens and visconti montblanc nakaya those are the ones that i'd be you know i'd be looking at well not me personally but i'm just saying as like a collective consciousness within the pen community or like or the community at large like you know that just is like how i feel that those brands are regarded Mm -hmm. i hear you we're talking a lot about pens this week. Uh, well, that's that's what the Pentertainment podcast I, is. And but that's I what but we I do want here. to take a break. <laughs> I want to take. A, I feel this is getting very intense. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, me too. Because you brought up the whole fucking architecture thing. Like <laughs> that was a personal assault on my wife, my family. Like you're not forgiven. You will never be forgiven. If if I knew who you were, I would come after you. Anyway. So moving on. Fuck you, architecture. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I like the Caveco Sport. I don't think I'm going to go into collection mode and start buying like every color. I think I got the green and gold mm-hmm. one, and I like it. I think it's good enough. I, I don't know if I'm going to invest another $180 on the art again. I got the art back when before I started doing reviews and stuff, I believe. I can't remember. I'd have to. Oh, I I, I spoke to Dawn a couple days ago. Gave her a call. She's doing well. You did? Yeah, I gave her a call. Nice. She's, yeah, she's the she's the. You want to tell everybody who Dawn is? Well, Dawn used to work at Goldspot Pens as a a customer care representative, and she would care very greatly for Roy when Roy would call and be like, "Oh, it's Roy again." Then when I started to when I started to talk to you, then it would be like, "Tom, it's Roy on the phone again." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Until you made the mistake of giving me your cell phone number. <laughs> yeah, right. We used to talk a lot about um, she she liked uh, like astronomy. Like she would we would talk about, um, you know, anytime that like the the was it the Perseids, like the meteor showers would be coming or like it would be like a cool like lunar eclipse or mm. whatever. Like we would talk about that kind of stuff. And then also, too, is that we would we like to read. So. Um, I was reading this was like a year before she retired and when she retired it was like late 2019 so like we we didn't you know she was at the pandemic she was at home because that right. just was like she was officially done like she wasn't working anymore right so so like 
Uh, so it, it was just funny because like the year that year, I remember earlier in the year I was reading and we were talking about the stand, which was a Stephen King novel about a, a massive pandemic that wiped out the majority of the human race. Yeah. And like, we were just talking about how, like, how, like, you know, you read that story and then you would get nervous when like you would sit in a crowded room and somebody like coughed, you know, because it just would be that and I'm just like that that stuff was in my head the whole entire time with like the start of the coronavirus and stuff. And I was just like, it's so crazy that just that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Bad timing. Read, bad timing. Yeah. Read that book there, bro. <laughs> yeah. but at least it prepared me mentally for like it is like i'm like well at least it's not as worse as stephen king's the stand at least it's not that bad. right right so the world is not as emotionally disturbed as stephen king makes it out to be but right. hey well, i mean you know, I'll, I'll be ready though i'll be prepared that's that's the thing i'll be prepared for when that happens yeah because you no, read not the really stephen king book. <laughs> <laughs> hey i have i have a gripe to pick with you with me personally, is yeah, it, is it the architecture thing. I really apologize for bringing that up. No, no, I, you know, I, I almost just forgot about that fucking thing until you brought it up again. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Can we not talk about that? It just pisses me off. These people are pieces of shit. Anyway, I got to talk about something. Okay, and it's not about architecture, which for some reason you so fondly are unable to let me forget. <sighs> uh, by the way, just really quick. I don't know why I'm just so into the Kaveco Sport. I do like the standard one. I think it's I, – I like it with the clip. I like filling it with the converter. And I think it's a good $36. So if anybody's listening, um, coupon code ROY at checkout at goldspot.com. Just saying. It's just not saying. a manufactured minimum advertised pricing pen. Buy the shit out of it. It's awesome. And there's the gold spot <laughs> exclusive one, which is the demonstrator one, which has that thing that you gripe about, which is the grip section. Yeah, don't, transparent. Don't but... get that one because the grip <laughs> section is going to draw an ink between the housing and the section, and it'll drive you berserk. Especially if you mix colors and there's like different, like if you're using different types of Noodler's ink and then another brand ink and stuff like that, it'll become corrosive, and then it'll just eat apart the section. The housing will crack. I've seen it happen with Noodler's ink. Don't. I, yeah, it's just a just get get the green one. Get the green one. I like the green the, one. The uh, there's the dark olive, which is pretty nice. That's like a dark green color. It's, where? It's, that's a relatively new one too. Where? Where? Wait, what? Dark the the dark olive. Look up uh, sport dark olive. Okay, in search sport dark olive. I auto corrects to dare. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Architecture is responsible for this. <laughs> yeah, so this is a new uh, Kaveco collection. Uh, so this oh. is like a this is kind of like a not limited edition, but like it's a special one off that they that's not part of I think the normal like collection of it's like not an everyday sort of Kaveco sport. So it's uh, that and plus also there's the the Al Sport in the vibrant violet, which was relatively new. And you know what people really enjoy is the Al Sport in the uh, was it the espresso, the golden espresso. That's yeah, nice why is that too. one so expensive? It's like seventy bucks that espresso. I like the look of that one. I wanted well, the espresso is an Al Sport. It's an aluminum. Oh, oh, that's right. The aluminum ones are seventy, eighty bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That brown one, I do like the brown one because I like coffee. 
Yeah, did you that's, see, that's a really nice one. Did you see the video of my fish on Instagram, one of my Corridoras going at it on the coffee cup that's in the fish yeah. tank? Yeah, yeah, adorable. That's pretty cute. Dude, it wasn't, it wasn't you know a bowling basket in there, was it? No, no, no. It's a, it's a, I guess a fish tank version of Starbucks. It's a, <laughs> you know, it's designed after Starbucks. But check this out, though. So I got a fish tank, and then one of the other guys I work with, he decided to get a fish tank, and he got a couple of fish in there. I think he got a five gallon. He put a couple of mollies in there. The mollies ended up, they're live bearing fish. They ended up having like over a dozen fry that's what you call baby fish and they're adorable they look like they're really small they're like the size of a grain of rice but they look like huge eyes and a tail swimming around Mm -hmm. and then i noticed because i don't know much about fish this is all new to me but i noticed that there was only six left and then i noticed some of the bigger fish were trying to eat them and i'm like oh shit i can't watch that happen so (laughs) There was only six left. I could only find six left, and I quarantined them in a one-and-a-half-gallon tank. I put in a Penplax Small World mini filter and a heater, and I'm trying to just, like, raise them so they're big enough to go into a community tank or back into his tank. I don't have any room in my tank, but there's another guy in in another office. He has a 10-gallon. Maybe he could fit two more in there, but he's having an ammonia problem, and his his tank is, like, Every, everybody's dying in his tank. I have all oh, live no. plants in mine. So my tank has been pretty well established. I think I was lucky. I just went with instinct, but my instincts instincts were good. I also have a lot to thank my Instagram followers because they inundated my box with so much information that I think pieces of that information ended up sticking. And that's why my tank is so stable. pH levels are perfect. Ammonia levels are really down because of all the plants. Nitrates are down because of the plants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I want to post a picture of these six little babies. It's the best I can do. I can't do – I can't buy another 10-gallon tank and set up just for these guys. I don't have room. I can't spend any money on it like that. But I have them in a one-and-a-half-gallon tank that – you know, those little tanks with the mesh – hard mesh top. It's for like reptiles or bugs or something like that. So I'm going to keep them there for a while. If anything, we'll just donate them back to Petco or something like that and just be like, stop selling us pregnant fish, you fucks. You know? <laughs> well, but, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a buy one, get like 12 free. You know, it's, it's a good deal. <laughs> right. Does Gold Spot Pen honor that same deal? Because in that case, I'll, <laughs> I'll take... <laughs> no, our, our, the Kaveco Sports don't reproduce. Like you can't oh. buy a pregnant Kaveco Sport. Although that would be pretty funny if you could... Yeah, that would be <laughs> All of a sudden, awesome. like you look at your pen case and it's just like you had the one pen in there and it just like exploded with pens like overnight. And they're like little tiny adorable sports. They're like little tiny, you know, like little tiny pickle-sized sports. <laughs> yeah, is that Golden Espresso? Is that is that an exclusive for Gold Spot? No, this is. A, I think it's a North American. It's a, it's a United States exclusive for them mm, for that one. That one. I think is, the Vibrant Violet is the same way too. I really do want one of me one one of those Golden Espressos, Tom. I thought you said you were kind of done with collecting the sports for a while. No, 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 no. I said the classic sport because <laughs> I didn't say that. What are you talking for? Why are you putting words in my mouth? That's not right. Anyway, but yeah, I like the brown, that golden espresso. I love it. Mm. I love it a lot, Tom. It's really nice. Tom, I love it a lot. Yeah. I, only... I, don't, know what, I don't know what you could do about that love. 
I oh. don't know. It's a good thing I know people in in the gold <laughs> spot industry. Oh, whoa! You check the you check out the availability right now. There's only double broad left. Right, but you also sell nib units. Uh, there's only double broad left. <laughs> really? I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm really trying. Not, I'm really trying to dissuade you from getting this because, no, like, I, because I like, really, I really want know, that pen. I don't I want. Think. I don't want to. I don't want to penable you here on the podcast. This is not the point of of having talking with you on here on the podcast. No, no, it's not. But I do. I do like it. And and we here at the Pentertainment Podcast, as much as we love the word penabling, I we we do allow such things to occur. <laughs> I mean, I know that it could be bad for wallets, but it's like you can mm-hmm. go ahead and just stick that that sucker in the mail for me. Thanks. Uh huh. Gotcha. Move. All right. Thanks. I feel I feel like you've discovered you've found a way of dealing with me asking you for stuff, and I I think the way you deal with it is just by not sending me any of the stuff I ask you for now. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let me get some of those gold spot nib unit that uh, did nibs the Yovo nibs. You're like, yeah, sure. Never got them. <laughs> Let me get one of these things. Sure. Never got them. So anyway, but the thing I wanted to talk to you about, if you go to Goldspot website, uh-huh. right, and listen, you're one of the most honest guys I know, and I love you for it, but I click on Shop Tom's Favorites, and I'm looking at like your favorites. I call bullshit. Okay. I call bullshit. Call bullshit. Uh, okay. Just so badly I call bullshit. So here's why. Let me look at what I have on here. So let me see. Okay. I think this is outdated, son. I think you need to update this shit because I know as a fact one of your favorite pens is the Leonardo Celluloid. It's also the Kumpu. It's also the Lamy 2000 in blue. I don't see any of that shit up here. Well, you know why? It's because those are limiteds that are no longer there. That's why the celluloid's no longer there. It's so like when uh, when it's a limited edition and it's been sold out, you know, it might be on the website for a little bit longer, but then it just it just gets deactivated because we don't want you know people kind of thinking that like holding out hope that there's going to be like that one. Oh, last piece that I comes see. In. So it yeah. was up there. It got knocked down because it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, a lot of the things, a lot of the things actually that were on my list. Um, Isabella was actually telling me, it's like, Tom, you should really put some like new recommendations on your, on your list because like everything that was on there is now like discontinued and sold out. So like it disappeared and I had like a couple of items on there. That was it. So yeah, it's you, like... might, you might want to relook at that. And, you know, I don't see any Leonardo's up there. I thought Leonardo was one of your favorite brands. It is, but the thing is, like, I just, uh, you know, like, I, I, when I put, let's say, the Brooks uh, one on there, the Brooks sold out, or I had the celluloid, the celluloid sold out, so, like, if I pick one that I really like, maybe I'll put, like, one of the Memento Zeros in, like, the spaghetti resin, like, maybe the Alga, because even though I don't have it, like, I think that's a really cool one, uh, the mm-hmm. Blue Hawaii is, too. Uh, one, you know, one that I just, I'm looking at right now, and I'm like, damn, I gotta get this pen, is the Scribo Feel and the Panarea. I'm just like, I even though I've I've been trying to like I don't like the balloon shape of the Scribo feel. I just right. It's just it's just something about it just doesn't like is not part of the aesthetic qualities that I like about a a pen's shape overall. Yeah, it looks like a is, fucking snake swallowed a gazelle. 
yeah it's just like it kind of balloons outward in a convex shape in, in the barrel and in the cap and that to me just doesn't like I, I mean it's it's unique there's no other pen that really looks like it i feel but like at the same time it doesn't ascribe to the aesthetics that i usually enjoy in a pen mm -hmm. uh so like because i really like let's say that pro gear that's on my list the pro gear regular i really like the the strong lines of that pen i like the flat top the flat uh bottom and just the, a very classic tapered sort of cigar kind of shape mm -hmm. perfect you know very very like it's just it's kind of like vanilla or chocolate it's like a lot of manufacturers make pens that look very similar to that because it's basically they're you're like Mont Blanc-ish sort of look, you know? So it's like right. Pilot kind of has pens that look the same too. So it's like, it doesn't quite look the same like that, but that's, that's the way that I like it. But like, but like I keep looking at the Scribo field and I'm like, I'm like, it's got that banging 14 karat gold nib on it and the Ebonite feed. And like that, that Panarea, that acrylic just looks absolutely gorgeous. It's that perfect color of blue. It's chatoyant. And it does have that really cool. I like the grip section on it because it's not, a rounded grip section is actually faceted even though it kind of looks like it's rounded right. but it's got so much more like grippiness because of the fact that it's faceted on there mm -hmm. and it you know it checks off a lot of boxes but just for some reason i can't get myself over that balloony sort of shape of the of the form mm. i don't know but like i, I keep you. looking at it, i keep trying to convince myself to like this pen to like right. it enough that i want to buy it but i mean so. it's up there as your favorites but you don't even own it like yeah. I don't own it, but the thing is, like, it's like one of those things that's on my list. I'm like, I, I, I keep reaching out to it, and I'm just kind of like, maybe. <laughs> so it's yeah. not really a favorite; it's a wish list then. Probably, but like, I would say it's my favorite wish list pen. <laughs> so maybe you should update that because I'm looking at that and I'm like, no, come on, Tom. Mm -hmm. I want to know your favorites. I don't want to know yeah. what's on your wish list. I guess people would want to know what's on your wish list. You should put Tom's yeah. wish lists. Not favorite. I'm just gonna put a whole bunch of pens that I just fawn over that I. Or like. just it like my favorite pen list would be just I. It would be easier just to be like, don't buy the Popeye pen. Everything else is good to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everything else is fair game. It's like we could just yeah. put the the. I really wish we could do like the opposite, where it'd be like these are the pens that we absolutely hate. But then again, they wouldn't be on the website for you to select from, now would they? <laughs> That's true. Hey, who's doing better over at Gold Spot? Is Waldman doing better or Auto Hut doing better? uh waldman is oh that's and that's cool. not because the distributor sponsors the podcast it's just because waldman's badass man yeah waldman's, waldman's badass man. i love the yeah. i love the new tuscany i love the new tango oh dude you got to get that tango up on your website son i'm telling uh, you people are going to fawn over that pen it is did, awesome did did bryce leave you a voice message to, to say that to me is that no what it is? no so we it's just it's just I was using it all day, and I love the damn thing. I'll tell you, like, I'm not – I am not. I don't love Waldman just because I love Waldman. I love Waldman because I love the pens, and the pens don't fail me, and the pens, the pens seduce me. I'll tell you what doesn't seduce me is pens that are overpriced. So that's why the Grandu was kind of a kick in the balls for me at one point, but they fixed that. You know what I mean? But I'm still a little mm -hmm. sore about it. You know, uh, Bryce has since apologized to me about it. I'm still in the process of forgiving. We're fighting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there's just one other, like, little pocket pen that it's really cute. It's the fucking Voyager. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just would never recommend this pen ever. 
to anybody. Yeah, it's, it's just it's a, very it's very tiny, and it's and the yeah. thing is too is that it's tiny and it's also very expensive. So and I mean, it's just not practical. Just you gotta screw you gotta screw the fuck out of this pen. Screw off the cap to post it. You gotta screw it on too. It's like it's if it's a pocket pen, it's supposed to be quick, easy, and fast, right? But it's right, not. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they didn't have to screw the back, maybe. But no, it doesn't work for me. But and that's Waldman. That's our sponsor. Like I said, I'm not afraid to be honest about stuff, even though it may, means you know. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to like everything that they make. Yeah, so. and that's my point. I don't. I love the Tuscany and I love the Tango, and I don't know if I love the Tango more than the Tuscany. I'm starting to lean towards the the Tusk. I'm sorry, the Tango more, because mm-hmm. this pen is a goddamn beast. It is just freaking savage, son. It is just. I think out of as much as I love the Tuscany. The ta- the Tuscany is a, is a very close second to the Tango. The Tango is just just it's in your hand. It feels like a beast. It's just I I mean the section is metal, but the whole pen is metal. But the section is also shaped in a way where you don't feel like you're slipping slipping off the section and stuff like that. The Tango is something people shouldn't miss. I'm just saying, if you're listening to this, get yourselves a Tango. It's just an tango amazing with pen. The tango. Tango with the Tango Sun. I I do love the tango. You're the one missing out. That's okay. That's fine. You know, you're just you're the one. Maybe maybe in the long run, but it's it's a slow and pragmatic process of you know adding because uh, like adding a whole entire brand with so many different lines and investing mm. in you know multiple nib sizes, multiple colors. It's it's a very very costly and also time uh, consuming costly yeah. exercise because you know we have to have all of the proper descriptions you have to have space for everything to warehouse it all and then you can always use your that, house like i do when i buy t-shirt <laughs> t-shirts for sale <laughs> now that's, i i i can't because i gotta make some more room by getting rid of the t-shirts and then i can put some Waldman right. pens in there, gotcha so. gotcha so what was i gonna say also yeah so update your tom favorites bro and i thought we were gonna put uh, my favorites up there too hit hit uh well, actually no it's it's not going to show up yet but like uh if you hit refresh in a day or so you'll be able to see some new favorites on there oh yeah yeah nothing's yeah. changed yet yeah so if you go to if uh, what roy's referring to is if you go to goldspot.com and you go on the home page and there'll be a you scroll down a little bit you'll see a picture of me and then you'll see tom's favorites will be a link and then you click and you can see all of the various pens that i've uh, selected there and that are Either either favorites of mine in just like a sort of I guess you know wishless sort of way or that I've owned and used and enjoy writing with so mm. yeah, yeah I'm gonna update them yeah I think you should let's see what Chris's are let's see what Ash's are she's doing keto too right yes she is yeah cool let me see what Ash's got see she's got Memento Zero in there she got you beat son you don't even mm. have Memento Zero in there shame on you. That's that's just terrible. I don't yeah. know. I should I should give back my Leonardo fan club card. Yeah, hold on. There's a girl named Erica. Who's Erica? Have I ever met Erica? Um, actually, uh, Erica worked for uh Slake for Lisa. Actually, she hasn't worked uh at the office in in mm. a while. So like, we should update that with somebody who uh had taken her her spot. Yeah, you know, but we haven't. Yeah, so like so like she actually helped launch one of the newer versions of the website and was part of that launch team. And then, you know, and then had that, you know, was, was included in that carousel, but like we have to update it every once in a while. And it's just like, 
you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's on the list of things that need to be done is not necessarily like the highest priority. So mm, we just kind of like leave that out there. But. I see. No, but it's cool. I like Chris's stuff too. He's got some good good selections up here. Mm-hmm. And oh, the Kaweco Brass Sport. I'm thinking about getting the Kaweco Brass Sport or the Espresso one. I'm not sure. You know, I have had experience with the all aluminum, like the raw aluminum one. Yeah. And I actually like I didn't like how heavy that Oh no, I like I like heavy though. That's a thing. Yeah. It's just it just to me it was just like it was really, really heavy. And I just was like The uh, the aluminum or brass? The all aluminum. Aluminum is a light metal. The raw one. Yeah, it's but, just it was like it was just way too it was way too much. Like I probably would would like one of the like the the other uh ones that they make, but like just I don't know for some reason that raw aluminum was like really heavy. Mm. I see. Hmm. But I, I prefer was, usually I like this I like the I, I like it for the fact that it's like one of those cool like pocketable like knock around pens that I don't mind inking if I'm just going to be like out on a trip or something like that. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna take my sport with me because you know if i want to write something i don't want to bring you know really expensive pen with me i want to bring a pen that if in case like it gets lost or like, yeah drop sure. it or something i'm not i'm going to be okay about it i'm yeah i hear so you that's what i like it for no i hear you that sounds that's good man it's uh, that that's what that's why i like the kaveco sports in general because they're good knock around pens no matter what they're made of and they're pocketable small I like it. I like it a lot. And I like it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so we're over an hour, so I just need to wrap this up. I want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. Love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay. Oh, here. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tom. 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 What? Yeah. I'm gonna see you on the fourth. October fourth. Oh, we can't. We can't tease that now. Let's let's uh let's leave that. Let's leave that be. Like I'm we'll, not gonna yeah. tell anybody what it's about. But <laughs> me and Tom, we're getting together on the fourth. We're gonna be doing something pen related. It's gonna be lots of fun. And I think we're recording an episode of the Pop- Entertainment Podcast that day too, right? We just might be. I think we just might be. It's we just it, might be. It's it's the first podcast that we're gonna be recording together. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that changes the dynamic or just the energy of things. I'm going to be curious to see how it will pan out or how people respond to it. You know, well, if in, as long as as long as you realize that they can't see what we can see, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it's easier to, and also you have to understand that, like, for example, when we're sitting in front of each other talking about stuff, we have to understand that. People can't see what we're seeing. I'm repeating myself like an idiot. But <laughs> when we're on the phone, you can't see what I see, so everything is more focused around dialogue. You just got to remember that when we're in person. That's all. Yeah, just to not not focus so much on what's going on physically in the moment because you have to just think about audio. Like what right. what is it that the audience is hearing? Like they have no idea – that I had to abandon my shirt halfway through recording the podcast, and now I'm like just sitting here topless in my room. Dude, they they have no idea that I I didn't wear shirt or pants at the start of this whole thing. <laughs> I've been in I've been in my. But we whole... can't get away with this in person, though. <laughs> no, no, it'll be weird, and 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 we're going to be on camera, so it's going to be really bizarre, right? Why yes, are these two it... assholes sitting in their underwear recording this episode Talking of the podcast? About pens. Yeah, like what what the fuck is wrong with them? That's what's going to happen. But no. 
So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to Monday, October 4th, where we'll be getting together and doing something that is going to – that's unrelated to the podcast and then one that is related to the podcast, which is the podcast. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> which, I just want to tease that. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're going to be hitting two birds, one stone. It's going to be a lot of fun. I will see you then. Anyway, back to back to you guys listening. Love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay in